Welcome to Recloseted Radio, the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing sustainable apparel company, or looking to make a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and each week I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, let's get started. In this episode, I am joined by Jasmine Lucero, who is a past Conscious Label Launcher client. Jasmine is also the founder of sustainable streetwear brand Aware Is Me, and she began her idea in Winnipeg, Manitoba, but is now based in Vancouver, BC, and making that idea a reality. Aware Is Me hopes to bring more awareness about conscious shopping to the streetwear community while creating innovative designs that promote inclusivity. And if you haven't already heard, doors are currently open to our Conscious Label Launcher Program, or CLL. This is our program that launches successful sustainable fashion brands that make at minimum $20,000 upon launching. Doors to CLL only open once a year, and every single year we only work with 20 startup brands. So if you're interested in enrolling in CLL, visit www.recloseted.com CLL to learn more about the program and also book a complimentary discovery call with me. On that call, we will chat about your current situation and determine if it's a fit to work together. We're quite selective with the clients we work with, so make sure you book your call. And spots are also first come, first serve, so don't snooze. The link will be in the show notes for you as well. And now let's dive into our interview with Jasmine. Welcome to Recloseted Radio, Jasmine. It's so exciting to have you here. And to kick things off, I always ask our guests to introduce themselves and also tell us how you got interested in fashion or how you got started in fashion. So I'm Jasmine and I was born and raised in Winnipeg, uh, Manitoba, which is like a small city in the middle of Canada. And I recently moved out here to BC back in June, just so I could be closer to more resources. I find that it's a lot easier to find things here for um, like clothing and stuff. Um, But what really got me started into fashion was back in middle school when we had to take sewing as an elective. And I enjoyed it so much. I loved it. I kind of fell out of it for a bit, but recently got back into it and I started making my own clothes. And with a lot of trial and error, I realized how hard it is to make your own clothes. But like, it's so worth it to wear your own clothes and you're so proud of it. And that's kind of what got me into fashion. Cool. And now you're going to be launching your own sustainable fashion brand, which is really exciting. And can you tell us a little bit more about why you decided to start your own sustainable and conscious line? Yeah, so I realized how detrimental it is to our planet, and it made me want to be a part of the change to help to protect the world that we live in and for our generation and future generations. You know, want to have a clean earth for our kids and kids to come. Because clothes that are being thrown out after being only worn a couple of times or lost its trend or it's out of season, even though they're out of your closet, they'll 
probably be here for longer than our lifetime. So I really wanted to kind of change that and be a part of something different. Yeah, totally. When were you aware that fast fashion was a thing? Like when did that happen? And then did you also just feel really compelled to make a difference? When I was a part of it for a bit, like buying clothes off of Zoffel or Shein just because it was so cheap and then realizing, you know, why it was so cheap, the material is cheap, but also the people who are creating the clothes, they weren't working in ethical places, they're not working in right condition and learning from the true cost that you recommended to watch, realizing how bad it is for them. And so you kind of found out about fast fashion. You've always been passionate about fashion, even from a young age. You've loved sewing. And now you're starting your own sustainable streetwear brand, which is called... Where is me? Can you tell us a little bit more about the brand? Because it's an interesting niche that you're in, and I think it's really exciting. So I find that streetwear is super hype. A big brand can have just a plain t-shirt and slap their logo on and it's 200 300 and you know maybe the material of the fabric is great but you know is it gonna be one of those materials that will have a circular lifespan or is it just linear where it'll just get disposed of so I wanted to create more streetwear that has a circular life cycle not just a plain t-shirt with the brand on it I want it to be innovative be able to be worn on anyone, any gender, any body. That's where the street brand is going toward. Very cool. And can you also tell us a little bit more about your production? Because I think it's really cool that you're trying to keep everything local. So I would love you to share a little bit about that too. I think this is one of the most exciting parts for me because I moved out here to BC because I wanted things to be a lot more locally produced. So the fabrics that I'm getting are all from fabric wholesalers based in BC. And the fabrics are also, I'm trying to be more eco-friendly and not having any plastics, which is really nice. The most exciting part is the production where I've partnered with a company that creates jobs for immigrant women and also women from the downtown east side. So it's, it's super exciting because since it's very close-knit, I'm able to meet some of the garment sewists who will be creating the clothes. And um, in that way, it's personal. Yeah, totally. And that's so beautiful, right? Like you're trying to create a conscious brand and also you're trying to involve people from the community. So I think that's amazing. And folks will have known this because we're going to talk about it in your intro, but you went through our Conscious Label Launcher program. And in the program, I'm such a big advocate of finding a problem for your ideal customer, because as you know, we can't just make product for the sake of making product anymore. Like it needs to have a purpose and it needs to have a value. And so what problem are you solving for your ideal customer? Yeah, so the problem solving, first off, it's like more general where I'm creating more sustainable and ethical options for streetwear. I find that there aren't really that many options in general. I also wanted to just create items that are more versatile because streetwear is also super basic, I find sometimes. The issues that they have is that they have too many clothes that they can't pair with. So I wanted to create more clothing items that you can wear multiple different ways and can be worn for 
any gender just so like in my head if partners were living together they could both wear that same item so it's also just less clothing in general being produced and being thrown out or anything so that's kind of where I'm at right now yeah totally I think that the more uses and the more times you can wear something the better value you can get out of it just from like even a return on investment perspective right like these people are investing in these clothes and so it's great that the more that they wear it you can also really just get as much use of it as possible and again you can tie it back to that value and they can actually see that value And so you don't have a technical or formal fashion background, which is totally fine because you don't necessarily need one to start a sustainable fashion brand. You can get resources, you can learn things. How did you personally learn more about the fashion design process and what it would take to make your garments? I actually had one of my brother's friends, she went to fashion design school. And so I kind of got some advice from her on it. But like even for her, she found that in fashion design, they don't touch a lot of based on sustainability and like ethical ways of creating clothes. A lot of what I learned from fashion design came from CLL. And yeah, that's majority of where my fashion design came into place. And for folks that are listening, we have an entire design module in CLL when we really dive deep because I did find that a lot of the resources on the internet were kind of fragmented. Some of it was also inaccurate. So I was like, okay, we need to actually buckle down and like teach the right things in this program. Yeah, like there's so much that you would never think about or you, yeah, you would never find online if it weren't for the resources that you gave out. And kind of talking a little bit more about just like your advice going through this whole process, Do you also have any financial or funding tips? Because it does take a lot of money, as you know, to get those initial products started. So any tips there or anything you've learned along the way? So I do have a couple things, some that I wish I had started from the beginning, some that I wish I had implemented. I definitely think that having some kind of savings fund specifically for this prior to creating your brand is super helpful. Because it's just one less thing that you have to stress about, or at least stress less about with all the other things you have to account for. Definitely getting some advice from like family and friends as well, and seeing if they could like help put you in. Because if they see that it's something that you're truly working on, truly believe in, they will help if you need it. Yeah, totally. It's different for every person, right? Like I talk about this in the CLL program, but everyone's situation is different. So it's not like a one size fits all solution. It really depends to your point, like how much savings you have, if you have people around you that can help, or if you are going to be self-funding, like there's so many different things and we do break it down in the program. But one of the things I talk about in CLL, and you'll know this is you need to just pick a couple of funding mechanisms and do them really well. Otherwise, it can be really overwhelming trying to get funding from all these different sources. And so do you find that that was helpful for you and maybe could also help anyone that's listening? Yeah, I think that if you kind of buckle down and figure out a couple places where you could get funding, it's a lot easier because then you're not trying to get funding from all of these different resources. Awesome. And just trying to get more tips from you, because I know that you've gone through this process, but do you have any launch marketing tips? So 
before you launch, and I know you're kind of planning this right now, but do you have any tips when it comes to the marketing strategy or some of the execution, maybe some things you've taken from the program? Yeah, so my first tip is to get started early for sure so that you can build that consumer group of people that'll follow you throughout the entire journey. You want to create a platform where people are engaged with the things that you care about and so that you can find your ideal customer. For me, I like to be very informative. So this isn't something that I haven't done yet, but plan to is posting advice about how to style certain things or just about sustainability or conscious shopping in general is a great way to teach people about things that they might not know. And also just posting maybe even like inspo pictures or um, like visuals of how you want your brand to be perceived. Also just trying to create connections with other people and interacting with people who have the same kind of interest or in your type of field is a great way to help with launching because if you become close with them and kind of get with them on social media, you know, connect with their consumers as well. Yeah. And when you say get started early, just so everyone knows what that means, we're talking months and months in advance, right? Oh, yeah. In CLL, we have this whole spreadsheet and you know this, like we have the whole pre-launch phase and then the actual launch phase and the post-launch phase. So it really is important to get started as early as possible because Desmond was kind of alluding to this, but if you don't have a community to sell to when you launch, then that's the worst, right? Because the only people that are going to buy from you are your friends and family, and then there's going to be crickets and we don't want that. So you need to get started early and build that community. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about, yeah, that spreadsheet is if you have a certain date that you want to launch in, you have the thing where once you put it in, it'll tell you exact dates for when you should post this and that. And it's super helpful. I'm glad you like it. And so I also wanted to dive into your experience doing your brand as a side hustle as well, because I know that you also have another job and you're kind of using that to fund your business. There might be other people out there kind of wanting to do the same thing. And so do you have any tips for side hustling while you're trying to build a conscious brand? It is tough. It is a lot of hard work, but if you really are committed to this and you want it to work out, then you kind of just have to go for it. But definitely only do as much as your body can handle. Otherwise, you will get burnt out because that's kind of what happened to me. But just know, yeah, your limits. At first, it kind of is an, a side hustle, the idea of like creating your brand, but eventually it becomes a part of you. So it's more of a full-time job because then you're constantly thinking about it like, oh, this is a great idea, or maybe I should add this. So having that mentality of not making it seem like it's just a side hustle, but it is just like your brand now, you're a part of this brand. It will be hard, but it'll be worth it. Yeah. And as you were doing both and you kind of alluded a bit to burnout and you know that I talked about it a little bit in CLL, I've also talked about it in this podcast, but what do you think really helped you with your mental health throughout it? And how did you recover from the burnout and how do you kind of manage both now? Like, do you have any tips? I think reading is a great way to help with that especially you also have recommended a couple of good books for us. I've read um, the burnout book, which was great. 
that has helped. I, maybe not everyone is able to access it, but I also went to therapy for a bit. And it's a great way to get your thoughts out there and to have somebody else just listen to you and like give their advice is great. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure not everyone's able to access it. So having someone else that's close to you that you trust a lot and you're able to talk to is also a great way to help with burnout. Yes, totally. I will link the burnout book down below because it is really good. And I love that you brought up, you know, therapy and counseling. It's been such a game changer for me. I always talk about it. I'm such a big advocate of mental health. And if therapy or counseling isn't available to you, then definitely check out the book because the book does have a lot of great resources. And for me too, like just journaling and meditating and those kind of things that help bring your anxiety or your stress levels down, that can always help too. Yeah, yeah. Journaling too. I forgot to mention that, but um, yeah, journaling is super helpful too. Um, sometimes I find my mind wanders faster than I can write. So I even do like video journals for myself. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I find that helps because then you can like look back and then yeah, just listen to yourself talk. Yeah. Starting a business can be very overwhelming because there's just so many things on the go, so many things you need to do. And so how did you manage that overwhelm that comes with getting a new business off the ground? And you might have talked about a few tips already, but anything else? Just having a good support system for sure. I can't trust that enough. I think that if you're working on this alone, uh, like when I first started, I didn't want to tell anyone. I was like, you know what? Because if I tell someone, then it just won't happen. So let me just work on this on my own. And then when I launch, it's out there. That's not like a good way to go about it because you're kind of stuck with this burden of like, this is just all on you. Having a good support system and people who also understand what you're going through is super helpful in creating this business, this brand that you're trying to show to the world. If I were to do this all alone without telling anyone, one, I feel like I'd be burning to just like tell everyone this secret and I can't. And then two, it's the times when it is stressful, I wouldn't have anyone else to talk to about it. Yeah, I really think the people you surround yourself with is so important, especially at the beginning stages, because you need to feel supported. You need to feel like you're not alone, because a lot of the times if you're a solopreneur, you're the only founder, it can feel really lonely. That's why in the program too, I love that all these other slow fashion founders get to come together and get to share their experiences and get to be vulnerable with each other and support each other. So Definitely surround yourself with some great friends and family that you trust and will really uplift you. Yeah. And like, so with CLL, it was great because there's other people who had the same like values. And even now we're like all like good support system to each other. Yeah, which is amazing. and still one of my favorite parts. For anyone that wants to start a sustainable fashion brand that's listening, are there any other words of advice that you would want to share that you haven't been able to share yet? So you really just got to want it and work for it. And you have to know your why. I think that was one of the first things that we had to write down when we first started CLL is because if you lose that why, then, then what's even the point of you know, making your own slow fashion brand? And then also really working on your limiting beliefs because it'll get in the way 
a lot if you haven't. I let them get in the way for a bit for me for a couple of months, feeling like, oh, is this, you know, the right thing for me to do? Or I, you know, look at other brands and you kind of compare yourself to them, but you guys are all doing different things. Work on what you believe in and then just collaborate with others and not try to tear them down as well. Yeah, I love that. And your why is so important. I'm such a big advocate of it. You need to know why you're doing this so that you can continue to push through when things are tough. And then also to talk about limiting beliefs, everyone has them. Everyone has them. But it's really important you work on your mental confidence and your belief in yourself so that you're able to overcome it and do all the things that you want to do, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because um, you never really realize how big of an impact they are until you actually sit with yourself and yeah, figure it out. And so before you enrolled in our Conscious Label Launcher Program or CLL, how did you feel? I felt <laughs> so lost. I knew I wanted to do something, create some kind of brand, but searching hours and hours online was, and like finding nothing was super, it made me feel like, is this something that I should actually do? And I was so clueless about how to start. And so you mentioned this a little bit already, but what challenges were you facing and up against before you enrolled in the program? I yeah didn't have any resources or the resources I did find I wasn't sure if they were reliable. Also, I just couldn't figure out what kind of style of clothing I wanted to make at first. Just being able to talk about it in CLL, it made my decision a lot clearer, which was really nice. Awesome. And so the program covers a lot of ground. It's literally everything you need to launch from a business and a fashion perspective. But what do you think are your top three biggest takeaways from the Conscious Label Launcher program? The first thing for sure is just to figure out who your ideal customer is. Just because if you don't know who your ideal customer is, you don't know what their problem is and you don't know what to solve. And so you're kind of just making products to make product. The second thing is that you're not going to be able to save the world or have everything perfect just from your first launch, which, you know, for me, I was like, okay, I have to have everything perfect for this first launch, but it's just a continuously growing journey that you just have to keep on going. And then eventually it'll make the impact that you want it to make. Third biggest takeaway from CLL is that you need to have someone to keep you accountable. CLL really did that for me because if it wasn't for everyone else who was there and for you, Selena, being there to keep us accountable, I would have given up like after the first month. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy to hear. Talking a little bit about your second point and your third point, so the fact around saving the world, I think a lot of slow fashion founders start a brand because they do want to make a difference, but that also puts so much pressure on you and your brand. Like you as a founder and you as a brand alone are not going to be able to solve all the issues in the world. And that's a lot of stress and pressure to put on yourself. And so if you're listening and you feel like that too, just remember that you can do your part and you can do the best of your abilities. 
And then to Jasmine's point, it's something you can continue to build up over time, but you should not be putting that kind of pressure on yourself in the beginning because that can become really overwhelming. And then you're likely going to give up, which is not what we want. Just remember that. And then with your last point about accountability, it's so important, right? And that's why we place such a big emphasis on the community that we create in CLL. We have like check-in calls every two weeks. You're supposed to tell us what your goals are so you know what you're doing. Because yeah, we've seen so many people give up before they actually launch or start their brand. And it's really sad to see. So that's why accountability is really big. So with all of that being said, would you recommend our CLL program to other aspiring slow fashion founders? Why or why not? I definitely would. I think that if you are thinking about creating a slow fashion brand, CLL is one of the best places that you could go to because it goes through everything that you need to know. There's so much that I learned that I would have never thought about. And also just because you're in a group with other people who are like-minded, it just motivates you to keep going. You won't have to waste your time or money and effort searching through countless articles or resources online and not even knowing if they're reliable. But CLL gives you all those resources. And you also bring on like special guest speakers to have different perspectives, which is really nice as well. I think CLL is really great for anyone who wants to create their own slow fashion brand. Amazing. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. And I'm really looking forward to seeing everything that you achieve. How can everyone stay in touch with you and support you? Everyone can follow the brand at Aware Is Me on Instagram, on pretty much any social media. But Instagram is where we'll mostly be at. Also joining our email newsletter, which you could um, sign up on our website, which will be linked in our Instagram bio. Awesome. And I will have everything linked in the show notes so everyone can click on that as well. But thank you so much for sharing all of your thoughts and your advice with us, Jasmine. This was so awesome. And I know it's going to be really helpful for folks that are listening. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, thanks, Jasmine. And that was today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you took a lot out of it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag us at Recloseted. Additionally, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because new episodes will be automatically downloaded. And it also helps us as well to continue to provide this podcast for free to you and continue to share all of these valuable resources. If you haven't already, also make sure you rate Recloseted 5 stars if you think we deserve it and write a positive review. That really helps us as well. And we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.